This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is such a pleasure to be with you here today to tape a U Up Podcast. Where am I? <laughs> it's so good to be You're here. here at Betches taping the U Up Podcast. Betches, is that why everything's pink? Yes. Uh, <laughs> welcome. I'm, I'm inside of the Betches. Uh, sorority. Sorority. What's going on, Jordana? Um, not too much for, for January. I think things are okay. Okay. Yeah. Not January too high, not too like, low. January is a kind of shitty month, I think. The Monday of months. Right. It's the Monday of months. Um, it's cold. It's getting colder, but there's no like holiday seasonal distraction bullshit. Yeah. So. I mean, well, there's no distraction. There's no holidays. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, and, and this is the time I think this podcast is the most necessary. I agree. Cause I think it's once it there's something about being single and it being very cold outside which, and dark which, at five o'clock right and dark at five o'clock which sort of like all culminates in like kind of a depressed like i get the seasonal defect um effective thing i think is heightened when you're feeling a little lonely which of can course. happen in the winter there's no one to hug you're like this body pillow doesn't even kiss me back right how sad is that you're kissing a body pillow exactly it's dark at six o'clock have you ever used a pregnancy pillow what's that a pregnancy pillow. I highly recommend it if if you have no one to snuggle with. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is the saddest <laughs> opening my in si- the history. My sister had one because she was has she has a one year old, so she had one la- last year. I slept at her house, and, and it the was one year old like, never hugs me, so I need the pregnancy <laughs> pillow. No, it was for when she was pregnant. Okay. And the pillow, like, it's basically a body pillow, but it also goes like behind you, so it sort of feels like oh. you're being spooned while also holding someone. Like, I would like, like a that. snuggle train. It is amazing i am a big i'm one of the top cuddlers in the country big cuddler big cuddler do you like to be cuddled i like to be cuddled i like Mm -hmm. to cuddle i will hug the shit out of a pillow if i have a big meal i don't want human touch i want pillow Pillow. against stomach to make me feel like i am not 700 pounds that's my okay dream scenario sweat shorts no shirt boom all right. Well, holding the pillow. The, if you buy a pregnancy pillow, it'll also spoon you from behind while you spoon it from well, the front. Well, I have been with women in my past who have said, "Like, you only hug the fucking pillow all night." Like, it's like almost like I'm oh, sucking like on my jealous? thumb. Right. Yeah, there's like a little bit of like. Yeah. So, so who's this pillow you've been hanging out oh with? Oh my god, I do that all the time. My boyfriend. You I'm do? Like, yeah, he'll make like a wall with a pillow. I'm like, why do women I'm get like, so offended by this? Is it's like I'm right here. What do you like? What is? This? Yeah, but the pillow doesn't get 800 degrees. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> that's, like that's the difference. It's kind of like because uh, like snuggling, holding a pillow is like I want to snuggle, but not with you. That's like what we hear. <laughs> <laughs> that's how crazy you are. Right. All of you. I, I've had Get that, that bitch this, away from between your legs. Yeah, that fucking bitch. Oh, is that how you like it? A soft feather? Like, like you're jealous of I'm a comparing, pillow. I'm comparing my body to... Uh, this is, that has nothing to do... I've had What that. do I have to do? Become a down comforter? Down... Uh, 
Tempur-Pedic for you. The, 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 yeah, that's exactly what you what you sound like. The pillow wall. That's something I've heard before. Yeah, because I'll wake up and I'm like, I'll like turn. I'll be like, oh, like where's like the human warmth? And there's like a yeah. pillow between us. And he's like, that's so you don't touch me in the middle of the night. Exactly. I need my space. <laughs> The lady I'm seeing has brought up the pillow wall. Yeah. Many of times. And it's like, and it has this like anger issue with it. And it's like, as if I'm cheating with a, a pillow. Right. I mean, we're not really like jealous of the pillow, but it's, it's kind of, it's more like a, but just the fact that you have to say that is crazy. Just the fact that you have to go, we're not really jealous of the pillow. Like that's a hilarious. It's not not like (laughs) underlying issues. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe the pillow, maybe you, me and the pillow can all go to throuples therapy. Yeah. And just figure this out. Right. Figure out the sleep schedule. The mistress in the relationship. It's so funny. Guys are out there thinking maybe a threesome will happen and we can't even hug a fucking pillow. (laughs) You get jealous. (laughs) You get jealous of a pillow. You think we're going to bring another woman in here? I'm glad other couples are having this conversation because, um, yeah, this I, is. I was beginning to think I, I'm. I'm like questioning my own sanity because I'm like this. I don't. Know, maybe I need to get less pillows in this bed. There's less options for him. <laughs> you know, less <laughs> options. You're talking about pillows. I need to decrease his options out there. Then he's just <laughs> sitting there hyper focused on got, me. He's got one little tiny pillow. He's like, what happened to this bed? I don't even want to sleep here anymore. <laughs> well, I had to get rid of all your other options. Exactly. All the other ladies in your life. All the other um, pillows in your life. So what's going on with you? It's the. It's uh, January 30th January what, what you got 30th coming up? I Listen people I, I'm, I'm out there um, I'm doing shows I'm gonna be In Miami February 15th uh, I'm gonna be in Miami February 15th And I'm gonna be in Boston February 28th That whole weekend Go to JaredFree.com Tickets are selling out For Boston Not so much for Miami What's up get with you guys, you, Miami? Miami See, get those the, tickets. People in Miami are like they got shit to do. There's, it's not as as cold and lonely there, I guess. Yeah, but they're at the beach. You guys are lonely too. Go to the. You could use a laugh. Go so see Jared. JaredFree.com, uh, Miami and Boston and oh, and I'm being uh, this is the thirtieth. This comes out Stamford, Connecticut, at a brewery in Stamford. Hot. So oh, I'll be that's there cool. tomorrow night. Yeah, brewer, there's a brewery show tomorrow night, and uh, it, my buddy puts it together. They're always fun. So if you're in Stanford, breweries are fun. That's like that's like you're going on two. You're going like to do two activities. Absolutely, you get to go to the brewery and, and drink, a little show, and then you also get a show. I would also say breweries are great places uh, for the women out there to meet guys. Yeah, that's where they're they're at. They're not at the they're not at the wineries no. sipping. <laughs> They're not out on you know like with the, their bros. Yeah, they're not taking that picture in between two rows of uh, of of grape plants, whatever the fuck those I are. Have that picture, it's only like five pictures deep. Jared. Fake I feel laughing. personally victimized. Well, how do you get the laugh started? I have it. How does the laugh start? Do you guys all go one, two, two. three? <laughs> That's got to be the weirdest moment when everyone fake laughs. It basically is, and I have that pick. Hey, I'm looking at me, yeah. me and my friends. Well, that's actually, that's at least like, you know, there's on Instagram. That's at least you pose for a picture and I get it. Okay. Like you don't like the ones that so pretend to be candid. The that's fake what I'm candid. saying. Fake candid okay. to me is literal insanity. And we all know when they're fake candid. Right, because they're too. People you look, look too good in them. You when real you laugh, candid, real candids are not attractive. Yeah, no, exactly. Right, nobody laughs hot. Exactly. Your your mouth is open. Your chin is tripled. It's not a hot facial expression. I agree. 
You should look right. like a mule. You should look disgusting. If disgusting. you're having a great time, that's yeah, what you look that's like. That's what you look <laughs> You're gross. But it's I'm saying true. that picture of you, it's you with a friend. We're there was there was You're posing. Mm-hmm. You're actually going one, two, three. And there is like... I know the dynamic of the picture that with the fake candid when it's like in between the two rows of vineyards yeah. in that vineyard. And there's the three girls like l- laughing. Like, all, laughing and like laying on each other. They look like me with the pillow. They're like all <laughs> like all over each other. And you're like, how did they get to this point? How right. did they go? Okay, everybody. We're all gonna That's kind of what laugh it, maniacally I've, on three. I've been I've been in a group where that has been said. It has. And not like but like smile and everyone, like pretend something's happening. And then it becomes the joke that's not a joke. Right. Like everyone someone makes the joke where they go, Oh, let's have a fake candid and everyone's like, oh, we're on board for this being exactly. a real fake candid. Yeah. Come on, people. Get so, into this. That's how it works. Also on the Betches front. Our dating app is out. It's ship, out. Yeah, Ship is out. You can download it in the App Store. Go to Ship and just search for Ship in the App Store. Ship dating. Um, you'll see it. It's so much fun, guys. You're gonna love it. It's so much fun to swipe for your friends, and then you can talk about um, the guys that you're seeing on the, like their profiles. You can share them within the group chat. Um, I, I mean, the ship to it's me. So much fun to me. Like as like I, I'm not involved. I'm just speaking from, you know, from an outsider's perspective of someone who knows the tastes and likes of this, the listeners of this podcast. We say this is a podcast about commiseration, right? This is about getting together and realizing you're not alone dating. Yeah. It is the village People will date with you. People are going through the same thing, right? It takes a village sometimes for, for, your, for you to find a quality guy. The ship reflects that. Exactly. And it helps you have a laugh and have fun with it a little bit more instead of just yeah. sitting there hunched over while you're on the toilet swiping a face. Exactly. I think we say this all the time. It's like dating can feel very like isolating it can feel very high stakes when like if you're doing it right it should be fun it should be social it should be like a a thing you're doing in a group with your friends totally i had a girl she just dm me and i i i want to bring this up because it was interesting to me okay she literally the dm reads and i feel okay reading this because it was just an an issue i think a lot of people have of a certain age Mm -hmm. she in her said i've tried dating apps without much success maybe i need to give them another shot just getting tired of messages from guys that just want to hook up you always say to let your friends set you up but most of my friends are uh such a different state of life i'm i do this and my colleagues are all female and are married with kids and so are their friends and That is such a blanket statement. It can't be true. Right. You just said all my friends are married with kids and so are their friends. Everyone's friends. Everyone is married with kids. I'm the only one in the whole town. She's in a shtetl. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's alone. Greetings from the shtetl. That's the thing. Like, that's just not true. Mm-hmm. And and I said to her, I go, so much of this dating stuff is about, and she was like, her question comes out to any advice on how to put myself out there. Right. And to this person and to anyone in that situation where you think, you know, the world is bleak and everything's uh, gray and you're in a black and white movie where there's no happiness or color. It's not true. You're right. you're creating this excuse for yourself. So your friends that are married, here's what I'll say to you. Person who says, all my friends are married and have kids. All your friends are married, have a husband who has 200 Facebook friends, okay? Or 200 followers on Instagram on average, okay? They're not all in relationships. They're not all seeing somebody. They're not all with kids. They're not all sitting at home with a babushka, you know, know, milking some baby. (laughs) 
so that's not what's going right. on. There are single people out there. You can meet them. But dig into these friends and have fun with your friends because then people see, people are attracted to fun. So you go out and you be the third wheel. Mm-hmm. Redownload an app when you're the third wheel and you go out with friends. Those apps don't feel as lonely anymore because then you get it down to one app instead of like a thousand of them's. Right. And then it doesn't feel like, well, I gotta go work at the the coal mine, the app. No, because you have a life outside of it, and it won't feel like every person that talks to you on an app is the one that has to be. Right. It takes like the edge off in a way, and you the diversify the, the, cool, the cool thing. Your your, your out game. Right. Is my point. The cool thing about ship is also your married friends can get on there and swipe w- with you. Grass is always greener. Those people want to be on the dating apps. They want to see what's going on Ab- in the single world. Everybody yeah. in a relationship wants to take it for a spin. Exactly. And that's why the ship, get them involved. Now you can be the driver while yeah. I'm in the passenger seat. Do it. Go to Betches.co slash ship um, and it'll take you to the app store and you should download it. It's going to be fun. If you guys have any feedback on it, uh, add things you like, things you don't like, uh, let us know. U-U- UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. I don't understand that whole like fear of being the third wheel. I get it. I understand. It feels that. very female to me. It is because there's more pressure on you to like... It's also like we're raised to like idolize these like rom-com things where like the worst thing that could happen in these rom-coms is like you wind up alone. Right. Okay. And men are not really given that message. I don't know. They're all. not given that message. But for us, it's like even like those, those like Disney movies, like from right when you're little, there's a princess and then she meets the prince and then everything's good. Yeah. Like I think that that is, I don't, I mean, to an extent, everyone, you can have self-awareness and take yourself out of that. But I do think societally, like you're kind of like, it's made to be a sad thing if you were, or that's, so you're that's saying being the head. third wheel on a, like if you went, if you're two friends there, like if you were with your boyfriend and a friend mm-hmm. of yours is single and she was like, what are you guys doing tonight? And you're like, yeah, we're just going to go out, like get a couple drinks at a bar and then kind of just call an easy night. And she was like, yeah, I'm gonna, uh, is it cool if I come? Of course I, w- I would say, of, of course I'd be, I'd be happy for her to come. I don't think she'd want to come. I have friends who even like if there's, if there's a group dinner and there's like guys invited, they're like, I don't really want to go to a couple's dinner. Like I get it and I See, get that. It's kind of like you got to get play in traffic if you want to get hit. I do <laughs> believe that. Right. Y- you can't meet a guy. Le- this, this is the thing. This is why the apps, you know, and I, I mean the ship, we're, we're all a we're, fan. We're separate. We're aware. <laughs> we're better. But I'm saying um, the apps become depressing to a lot of people because they feel like they're, they're taking that and putting that in the way of actually leaving the house a lot of times. I've done that. Right. I, in my past, I would sit there. I'm like, I guess I'm out because I'm on the app. But you're not out. You right. have to go out forward do motion. Things, right. You have to go do things. So like, you know, I just say think like from the male perspective, I've never seen a girl with her couple friends and been like, I guess that's the one that goes unloved. Like, <laughs> I could right. never. The, oh, the trash third wheel. I've never thought that. I've never yeah. heard that from other guys. No, I mean, other I- guys. Guys want. The girl who goes, I'm going to go out tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm having I, fun. I'm, I'm with my friends. I'm, right, I'm hanging out. I agree with that. I mean, honestly, like I, I think like, like, to what you said, I met um, my boyfriend while being a third, because I was a third reel, because I was hanging out with my friend and her boyfriend a lot. And he was like, oh, I, I know someone for Here's you. the beauty of a third wheel. Here's the beauty of being a third wheel. We mm-hmm. need to start looking positively at the third wheel. 
Okay, right. uh, that's kind of what I'm getting at. <laughs> the best wheel the, is the third wheel. Listen, the tricycle stays up because of the third wheel. Exactly. Okay, not the two at the top. It's the one at the back. It's the one. Well, what kind of tricycles are you riding is that on? Not how tricycles no. work. No, <laughs> this is. This is what kind of tricycle? It's for two it? in the back, oh, one in the two front. Two in the back, one in the front. Sorry. You're on, you've been on a backward tricycle your whole life. I haven't been on a tricycle in a very long You're time. You're on one of those old timey ones with big wheels in the front. And yeah, that's what I was thinking <laughs> of, like from like the 18th century. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. But Modern the, day tricycle, you're up front. You, the, the whole idea of the tricycle is that you have support, okay? Mm-hmm. We have to start thinking of the third wheel. You are just getting support by, and I'll say this to the women out there, the boyfriend is your best, he's your me. Okay. <laughs> so a lot of people that write right. in, and I, I don't take this, I'm not trying to sound cocky or whatever, but when they write in, they, they and when I get DMs, a lot of them are like, Hey, thank you for giving me a new perspective on this thing. And the only reason I'm giving you a new perspective is because I'm not trying to fuck you. Right. During doing so this podcast. So you're saying they should be going to their friends, significant others for like to run things by. He just sees it. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't need you. Right. <laughs> yeah, so he, if you're on a, if you're out with your two friends that are in a relationship, now you get a guy with an empty gun telling you how the guy with the full gun's using it. Mm-hmm. And I, ever, by gun, I mean penis. Have you ever have you ever <laughs> set someone up with um, someone that was hanging around you? And I've set up a, two a friends. Girl you're seeing, um, I've, like a friend of hers, and a friend of hers. Yeah, if you're seeing a girl, friend of hers. I'm very selective with my setups. Okay, I've set up uh, a couple, and they now are married with a kid. Oh. I think you told me this. Yeah, I've, I've mentioned right, this before. Yeah. And so you're you're very good. You, you want to you want to retain life a high, on this earth. I've created a child. You want to retain a high success rate. Yes, right. and also, um, I don't think women are as good at setting up uh, people as men are. If I if I I'm going to generalize, I don't think we're as picky about it because I exactly. think we're more. I think one women are more open to going out with people that are a little outside of their. So they assume others are. Also, yeah, and women will go. Well, you're alone. And right. he's alone. Yeah, guys like to be don't set, be alone. Guys like, don't like to be set it. up as much at all. No, and if and if I say to someone, if I'm if as a guy, if I say like, oh, you two should meet, it's never like you need to run away together. This is the one that will take you away and lift you off and out of singledom. That's not how I'm doing it. I'm right. going, you know, fuck, <laughs> see what happens. You'll have fun together. It always right. starts at fun. Mm-hmm. That's how every setup should That's be. What, so what do you, you two will have fun what together? What do you consider a successful setup? If they have fun together. If they have a good time. That's that's all. But that's who you are as a setup person. I'm not right. there to set up marriage. I'm there to help a couple people get off. Okay. A couple times. And however that goes from there is that how it goes from there. I don't take responsibility of their like, you know, if my friends who got together and married and had a kid, if they got divorced 20 years from now, I'm not expecting to hear from them being like, why'd you do that? You know, right. like, well, if I'm setting someone up, I'm trying to create everlasting happiness. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's as crazy as getting mad at a pillow. How, how? <laughs> well, I'm crazy. I don't know what to tell you. I'm fucking nuts. I said the when I, I think a lot of guy, um, I think, but I'm saying with like the third wheel thing, it's less of a setup and it's more just someone to be like, head nod or no, it's a guy who can see through a guy's bullshit. Right. So if a guy comes up to you at a bar and, and like if if someone came up to my girlfriend's friend and was like it was cheesy and uh, it was someone that I didn't like, I'd be like, yeah, that guy's a fucking go fuck him. But I don't think it's going to work out. Right. And I would watch. So I would see like things a, that right. maybe she wouldn't. Which is, again, also the awesome thing about ship in that um, <laughs> you can invite yeah. Jared 
to your your girlfriend's friend can invite you to swipe for her and I you can, can swipe be like, for people yeah you can swipe for people if you're in a relationship the app is a different color so like you're not gonna get in trouble and I want to see how you, you get to see that's something I'm interested to see how girlfriends respond to the guy being like it's a different color yeah, yeah if you swipe for girls you get to see all the guys profiles which is also kind of cool because like you get to see I've never I've never gotten to see girls on an app so if I'm swiping for a guy friend I can I've see only girls. seen girl uh, guys on an app because they send them to me for makeovers right and well now we've you done can, them on the show now you can see them all and you can judge with your friends which is great you could yeah you is anyone this app is for people in relationships sure. single people it's like a very communal fun it's almost it's a fun fun app but i think the the best part about the app and kind of what, what, what we're saying here is that mm. like it's not embarrassing to be the single friend like if anything it, it's you know the the people in relationship you're the excitement you're the right. fun story. You're the... No one else has anything to say that's interesting. Yeah. When you've been <laughs> yeah. in a relationship for like over <laughs> six months, nothing you say is interesting. Speaking of dating apps, our discussion today. Yes. Let's let's get it. Let's. Someone write, writes in. This is an email. I'll about, read the email. Okay. It's about unmatching on a dating app. Is this weird? I've encountered it in several different occasions where I match with a guy on whatever dating app will match and then he'll get my number and eventually unmatch. I've had it happen before we've ever met up after a date or after we've hooked up. I'll go to show a friend what they look like or something and realize they unmatched. I just don't get it because majority of the guys this has happened to me with, we will still talk, meet up after I notice the unmatched. Is this a normal thing? Why would a guy do this? Have you had this happen to you? I I mean, I maybe I haven't like checked back yeah. as much. I don't think um I mean, I haven't been on that for a while besides ship. Um truthfully, so I don't really um I don't think that I I either haven't looked or I didn't notice it, but I've heard of this happening to people where they like yeah. unmatch. I think guys do it more than girls. Can you explain yeah. what the mentality the guys is? Guys do it. Um I was never an unmatcher. But I know I know, you know people guys, who do guys or girls guys right this is a very male move okay mm. and what we're doing is you're making sure that the getaway is clean they have no way to contact you but they can if they have your <laughs> well, number but, but I'm saying, saying you just want as few ways to get in touch with you as possible so there's a you know first of all okay Beyonce <laughs> well this is this is so it's like it's it's like if you were. If, if, if you had a flight in the morning, mm -hmm. what would you do? You'd pack the night before. <laughs> right? Okay. This is the so same you're, mentality. So this you're is a guy packing the night before to make sure his bag is ready to go and he doesn't have to take as long to get out of the Even house. Even if you have a, a date set up. This is, but he's preparing for the, the end before it comes. It's just because a lot of the just guys. Just in case or because he's not into you? Just in case. Okay. It's, it's, it's every guy goes. It's, so it's, once he sets up the date, the mentality for a lot of guys when they go into a date is this will end horrifically. Mm -hmm. uh, the, and for a lot of women, when they go on a date, this will end with my marriage. That's the hope. The hope. <laughs> yes. So the, but I'm saying the hope that doesn't, I've never thought that far ahead on a first date. Okay. So, but I have thought far enough ahead to think, what if we fuck and then... Uh, you know, I, I I still want to be on the app and I, you know. It, is it that you also don't want her like, because I, I think this is more of a recent thing where like people are looking to see if people are active or changing their profile or like, um, or like active in that's in part of it cities. too. And so if you unmatch, they can't really get that information yeah. on you. It's organ. A lot of guys will blame it on being, this is how I organize. 
Okay. That's a, that's the big blame. When, right. I'm when decluttering. Be, I'm decluttering. No, 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 but that's what guys say. Marie Kondo. Exactly. <laughs> they're Marie Kondoing this whole situation, right. and they they they're saying it's that's the response because that's the one you can't challenge. Right. That's the PC answer. It's the answer that if you if you challenge it, you're crazy. So right. if I said if if, if you right. and I match and then on the day you go why did you unmatch me I go ah, I just like I don't like to I, I don't like the organization you I know have, I you have know your number e- yeah I have your number now and you know how emails like you don't want the number in the corner of the email yeah. I don't want the number in the corner of the of the match category that and and you can't that's a I think that's solid, bullshit I think it's a bullshit response you don't think that's true right. I think it has to do with you just want to make sure that they can't contact you again and and make you feel bad about leaving after a hookup okay. They also, the whole idea of like seeing your profile, getting, you know, new pictures put up. They're getting, they've gotten in trouble for that in the past and now they're like ahead of it. Okay. That's why like when you get into a relationship with someone, when you get into the relationship is how you are judged for the whole relationship. So if you're a good texter in the beginning of the relationship, you better be a good texter forever. You got to set the bar. Well, that's why my boyfriend has never refused to pick me up from the airport. He's never refused. <laughs> he said, no, he has refused yes. He's never to ever do it. It's like that thing in when Harry met Sally. Yes. I, cause when he, uh, we were first dating, we were first dating. I had a friend who was also dating like a little bit longer than us. And he like came, we came, we, we took like a 10 day girls trip. Mm. He came to like met her at the airport, like missed her so much. Nerd alert. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he got I made would have made of, fun of this he guy. He got made fun of a lot. I would made fun of this guy until his death. He got made fun of a lot. Yeah. My, and my, and my boyfriend was like, Oh, I'm like, would never do that. Yes. You would expect that like continue. Then, then it's like, why haven't, why aren't you doing that anymore? Undersell over deliver. <laughs> that is the key to all in the end, I, all of this. But stuff. yeah, that guy got a lot of shit for that. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I would ask him if he had enough gas in the car. I'd be like, did he take like an Uber to the airport? He took an Uber. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I hate this guy for what? <laughs> he missed her. No, guys to make everyone can, else look bad. Guys can be in love. Too. Yeah, you can be in love from the quiet of your own home without <laughs> embarrassing me with this big fucking airport parade you're throwing. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking crazy. But I, I, but I'm saying like with this, when the guys unmatch, mm-hmm. it's to that point. Undersell, overdeliver. Okay. We might work out, but I want the backpack insurance policy. I want the backpack so I can right. get out, get out quickly. Okay. And then you say the response to that would be, well, he has my number. Yeah, but less ways to find me is less ways to find me. I guess. I think it's easier to contact someone via text than it is via app. But it's also easier to 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 not respond to a text. Right. You the the anonymity of of naivete. You know, like you you can on the app where you say, "Oh, it says you were active. It, your profile changed." Mm-hmm. There you're there is a living being on this app. Okay. On the text, you can kind of die. You can unsubscribe from Snapchat. You can unsubscribe from their Instagram. You can block them. Right. The app isn't as easily. You got to It's like an. Is it, is it kind of? It's. I don't think it's as intense as a block. The unmatch. Not Maybe. as intense as a right. block, but I'm saying a block is totally different. Right. Now we're talking. This guy doesn't want to be found. It's. I'm telling you. These are these are guys that want to you know fall off the grid. Right. Every guy is like is is like with these unmatching situations, they're preparing to fall off the grid. They may not, but, but this is right. a way of preparing. Okay. It's their easy out. Yeah. And what you so said Don't believe them but, if they if they tell you they're Marie Condoing their No, if they're there's an organizational the I'm O C D I you have to buy Does it. Does this match bring you <laughs> you read the book? 
or seen any of this? No, stuff. I've does just been hearing her name a lot. She asks you to like pick up like your fucking t-shirt and be like, does this bring me joy? And you have to like thank it for its service. Like, does this match bring you joy? So the, she has a Netflix show too, right? Yeah. And that's part of it. That's yeah. I have to say I read the book. There's some very good tips in there. But it's actually an interesting way to think about dating too. Does this person bring me joy? Right. You can Marie Kondo yeah. a guy. I'm going to unmatch or does like this person unfollow does this yeah you should you should Marie Kondo your Instagram does this person does seeing this person's shit give me joy is is Marie Kondo now uh, are we is that used as a verb a, yeah it's the it's the like con Marie method I think but, but it's funny to use her name as a verb yeah. like to Marie Kondo be. your Instagram is a great thing we should all start thinking about does this person bring me joy and there are people right. that I hate that bring me joy yeah on Instagram do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, like, because like, you, you hate watch them. I'm hate you, following right, them. Yeah. I enjoy... You're making fun of them in your head. It's absolutely. There's people I screenshot, yeah. send it to. Right. And we have a, a big laugh. <laughs> They're bringing me more joy than some of my people I like. They don't even know. They have yeah. no idea. That's really funny. Let's do... Uh, we have a rom-com breakdown. We do. You I'm ready? excited about it. Yeah. This is exciting to me because I... If you follow me on Twitter, you know where I stand. On... On this on this top subject. subject. All right. So, so a listener writes in: Jim and Pam seem to be the beloved couple of my generation, and while they are a very real life, not Hollywood, romanticized couple, I think Jim was a bad partner to Pam, and that Phyllis and Bob Vance of Vance Refrigeration are the ten out of ten office couple. Yeah, this is. Um, well, I actually um, almost. Th- I kind of think the opposite. I think Pam was like kind of a bad partner to Jim. Oh, I think Pam is the worst. If Pam existed in real life, she'd be an awful, awful person. You don't like Pam. Jim is Not kind a of a... Here's the thing about... But Jim, both, you're both, a part of it, right. though. Both Jim and Pam are sort of like the assholes oh, of absolutely. the office, which no one really acknowledges. Like, they're supposed to be like the ones who like understand what things are, like the voice of reason. Sure. But they're really just kind of like making fun of everyone around them throughout if, their entire, the entire show. If they were so good, then they wouldn't fucking live there. <laughs> in Scranton, they wouldn't be in Scranton working a dead end job, right? And it's like, and Pam, you think you're above people in this office? You're, you're the desk woman, the receptionist. Yeah, I mean, like, but like, who are you above? You know, like, you never left to make your dreams happen. <laughs> you, you were okay, but I mean, beyond that, Pam, I, I'm not going to get into later seasons of The Office. Okay, you're talking about like seasons one through three. One through three is really where this right. is the only parts that I care about for those this are the discussion. Best. Those are definitely the best seasons too. The 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 person brings up uh, Bob Vance of Vance Refrigeration, Phyllis and Bob Vance of Vance right. Refrigeration. That's not a equal. It's a different kind of relationship. It's a different kind of relationship. If anything, Dwight and Angela are more because. Bob Bob Vance of Vance Refrigeration works at another company, Vance Refrigeration. Right. So why? <laughs> In the same building for some reason. Same building, right, yeah. same same structure, but mm-hmm. that's a different dynamic. Pam is literally staring at Jim all day, every day, watching. So where are you go? I don't. Know, where are you going with this? So my point right. is that they are not comparable couples. Okay. Because the comparable couple has to be an in-office so relationship. Saying, okay. So you're saying that it really should be, are we, we're discussing Dwight and Angela. Versus Jim right. and Pam. Okay. I think Dwight and Angela have a more healthy relationship than Jim and Pam do. Really? Think of how they started. 
Dwight and Angela have the realistic thing. Two people in the office keep up. it a right. hook up, keep it a they secret. Don't anyone they don't want to let right. anyone know because because they respect the office. <laughs> <laughs> they respect right. the people around them. Yeah. They're not playing cutesy. Also, Pam was engaged playing footsie with Jim. And then she acts all surprised when he's like, how cool? Yeah. Right. Who me? Who right. me? Right. You mean the guy that talks to you 8,000 times a day? <laughs> how could you possibly think there was something there? Yeah. And then she wakes up next to, she wakes up next to Roy drives with him to the office. She's worried. And then every right. day and goes, I'm just going to go hang with right. my best friend, Jim now. Yeah. And then Jim leaves. Because he's like, doesn't want to be in this toxic, weird thing they have going on. The so appropriate go, thing right. to do. He took a shot. Right. He missed, left. Went left. to Stanford. Beautiful city. Yeah. And that's where, that's where I'm going to, yes. tomorrow that's night. I'll be at the brewery. <laughs> Just like Jim. Um, he goes to Stanford. He meets uh, Rashida Jones. Yeah. There, he, he finds a nice relationship. Comes back. That's when Pam decides she decides to fuck everything up at the beach and be like, oh, by the way. In like, front of her. Yeah. In front of her. Like. I miss what we had and like uh, it sucks that we're like not you're, it sucks that we don't like fuck around anymore. Yeah. Why don't we talk anymore? I have a girlfriend. I tried to <laughs> right. fuck you. You didn't want to fuck right me. Here. Yeah, she's right, right. here. Yeah. I, I, the, the Pam thing bothers me and I do understand why people are like well Jim's a part of it too. He is a part of it. Mm -hmm. He just sits there. Yeah. He just lets it all happen. And it's and Rashida Jones is is the she's the really good character because she's like a normal person. She's just dating this guy, and then he doesn't even tell her when they move back that <laughs> he was in love with the receptionist for like ten years. Yeah, there was no thought right. of even bringing that up. Right, which someone else, Phyllis, tells her that he used to have like a huge crush on Pam. <laughs> Difficult to bring up in his defense. <laughs> hey, uh, we're going to work and. And Scranton, I just want to let you know that uh, I had I, a thing with the with the receptionist. I didn't even have a thing. I was obsessed, obsessed with, with the receptionist who, for some reason, had no idea. Also, she was engaged, and the guy worked in the office too. Right. That's a mess. Yeah. I I just think with the Jim and Pam thing, we've romantic. It is online. There are a lot of people online that talk shit on their relationship now, mm -hmm. uh, because we romanticize them so much. Yeah, I mean the idea while the show was going on. The idea of the like two year like will they won't they thing is like very built up and very like in a sense like makes you feel something because you're like oh like it's so clear that they get along so well. She has this yeah, but they have this they, chemistry. But if if Pam was a if Pam didn't suck, she would just break up with Roy like w in, w after their first date when he left her at the hockey rink and but forgot that she was there. Here's what. <laughs> He left her at a hockey rink yes. and then got engaged her. And then they're engaged. Here's the thing that bothers me about Pam is that she represents reality. There's a lot of women out there that will sit there in bad relationships complaining to anyone they can. Oh, he left me at the hockey game. <laughs> oh, you know, you know, Roy doesn't want to keep pushing off the Valentine's keeps Day. pushing off the wedding keeps pushing it right, off won't set a date won't set a date and they sit there just going i'm just you know i guess this is life and right. it's like and and won't end things because they're scared that they won't find better than the thing they're in even though jim is right there jim is literally there playing patty cake with her mm -hmm. every day and pam at no point is like hey let me just end this because i'm afraid of being alone and you see that right. with a lot of like men, you know, 
like a lot of guys will get out of relationships because they'll say, well, I, I'm, they're afraid of their, the future. Do I have my job set up? Am I, am I ready to be in a, cause I know. Well, yeah. What, why, what do you, what are guys afraid of when they're, when they're breaking up? Um, they're afraid of their I jobs. Think, I think guys are more afraid of getting into the relationship because they know that life starts from there. Okay. Because the train never stops. Jim is sitting there being like, I want you. I'm single. I'm trying to be with you. And then she looks at him and goes, well, uh, I'm already engaged. This is crazy. Right. And it's like Jim has made that decision where he's like, no, I am ready to like have the dates and have the train leave the station with you. Date, first date, second date, third date, fourth date, fifth date. Oh, now we're in a relationship. Now we're taking right. a trip. Now the, the whole thing. Yeah, he wants it all. That's the thing. And guys fear that because we know. Guys fear being Jim. Fear knowing that this is now we're off together. Women, I think, always or up to like maybe like a certain point. We know that one thing always leads to the next. So you think there's no guys who are like, I'm looking to find uh, to settle down and find a. No guys are looking for that, but I think I think if they're looking for that, they know that like the they know that when it starts, it keeps going. Right. You know that's why a lot of girls are out there. They're going, well, I've been seeing this guy, and then all of a sudden. He says he's not ready to get serious. And who doesn't want to be serious? It's like, right. yeah, he knows Being that. Being serious sounds great. Yeah, he, he knows the next thing is the trip. And the next thing is the meeting your parents. And the next thing is, oh, well, we should move in together. Yeah. Those all are connected by a string. And we right. know that you're climbing up that rope. Yeah, we are. That's Well, this is, this is the thing that guys <laughs> know when they're going, I'm not ready to do that. I could lose you. To go find that. Why aren't place. Why aren't they ready to do that? I don't understand what's what is so what is so worrying about being ready to do that. Um, one that you're not ready to stop fucking other, other people. people. Yeah, I okay. mean that's a reality. Sure. Two, money. Can I afford the money thing? I think the money one. thing right. works into it I more think, than people want to believe. I think so too. I think the fucking other people thing probably plays in to an extent for a certain kind of guy to an extent it's maybe for less not for everyone i think for certain for certain people who are because some i don't think all guys are getting laid all the time no 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 right? but the idea of getting laid guys okay. the ego i'm saying Just fucking being, right. costs less than marrying right <laughs> like, yeah i mean living in, like on the streets costs less than living in an apartment absolutely <laughs> There's a reason we don't do that <laughs> how many memes are out there right now of like look at this guy's apartment that was going around a few weeks ago remember it was like uh men live like this and expect to get married oh yeah do you know what i'm talking right, about yeah. there was a, that meme was going around where it was like a picture of like right. a box on Having the floor change their sheets in three years right and then they expect to get in a relationship right and it's like yeah that's how they would live if they didn't have to live a different way. Okay. A lot of guys where it's like, I would live. Yeah. I'd live in squalor because I can, I don't have anyone else looking at me going, you got to wash so the sheets. What's the motivation <laughs> for a guy then to like grow up? What is the male motivation to grow up? Being exhausted. <laughs> <We're> just- <laughs> tired of it. Okay. There, there's something to that too, where it's like, they're tired of all the games and all the texting. They, you know, right. You're just tired of doing all this shit. And you're like, okay, whoever's next, I'll fucking relax and, for a little and, stability. and look at this person yeah. in the eye. Right. This is off the subject of Jim and Pam, but I, right. Yeah. Well, I think it's also interesting that, that Jim is more interested in Pam than he was in Karen. Karen seems like the better choice. 
You would she's think. ambitious. She's like not like kind of Pam is like uh, I think Pam when she gets her confidence is like kind of annoying. That's why the later seasons are more irritating. She's yeah. almost like it's not that it, she well, shouldn't be confident, but like she's a little she's a little annoying. It's not real. Her confidence is like is more to me just like her being annoying. It's screaming confidence right? instead of like actual confidence. Right. Yeah. She should have like she wasn't confident, which wasn't good, but then she was like awkwardly confident. Yeah. Um but I don't know. I feel like Karen was the better choice. She's like smart. She's quick. She's funny. She's like not in this. She's not engaged to like some random. She's like fine with being alone. <laughs> yeah. She's not engaged to Roy, who's like this like weird guy from the warehouse. Yeah, it does. It is interesting that whenever these like rom com or like we were talking about Jim and Pam, but like whenever the. Why do you think Jim won Pam instead of Karen? Well, it's funny that the the male female roles are like reversed on these shows. Whenever like the guy is like redeemable, <laughs> like he's like, I want a relationship. I want to be with you forever and ever. And I was like, right. that's right. Well, that's, that's what how it that's should what we're be. Fed. Yeah, and it's that's like the good guy. <laughs> that's right. the good guy. Yeah. And it's like you know, well, that's Jim's not the only right. But I think that you're right, though. We have to learn that's not the only thing that makes you a good guy. Yeah, I Just mean, right. I in that situation, I'm not choosing Pam over Rashida. You're not. No. So you're, you're, yeah, you're saying you're choosing Karen. Karen. I'm going yeah. with Karen. I think Karen's clearly the better choice. Yeah. I mean, especially with, like, isn't there a point I'm where- Karen, I'm like, you're fucking leaving, you're dumping me, you're leaving me in New York to go back and be with the receptionist in That Scranton, was married right, to some Scranton, guy that, that in, you have to hang out with all the time? Right. And like, we're both, in, like, we're both interviewing for this job. We want to like, I thought we were like yeah but the then same. there's the, the you know for like there's a personality play like their personality works together mm-hmm. they're shitty together right it, it, like you can't question like Jim going back to her like what she does for work doesn't matter what she's it's that their interpersonal connection works and that's because right. they're shitty together and that is a hard thing for to internalize if I'm, if I'm Karen yeah if I'm Karen I'm like thinking like what the fuck does this girl have like that he's I don't. deciding to that he wants to marry this girl three months after dating her <laughs> but that's the point of right. most relationships yeah. where it's like you it's can't not about you. it's not right. about you yeah right it's never about Karen yeah it's always about like these two share something that they that can't be explained. And if right. we could explain it, we would just all match up with someone. We put our, you know, we take a test and then they'd spit you out a result and then they'd be like, "Okay, this person's in San Diego right now. Go go there. That's right. who you should be with." If it was that easy. That's true. But good for Karen, you know. She said she was always direct, she which was I direct. always I like. She wasn't like beating around the bush for 4 well, years. Well, she's the most more admirable character in the show. But she's right, not necessarily more likable for some reason. No. I mean, Pam The Pam thing is like the more you watch her, the more you get annoyed. It's like mm-hmm. just the whole I because she does represent again. It, there is a realistic part of that where like this woman who could be doing better and it's right in front of her. Um, but she doesn't trust herself enough to be alone. Right. Well, she doesn't trust herself enough to really try that hard at anything. If you think about it, she, she every job the, she, she switched the art, art school. She's not that good at sales. She likes finally like the office manager that she had made up. And we don't even know right. if it's a real job. They didn't even need the job a month ago. Right. She tries to get everyone <laughs> to get new chairs when they desperately need a new copier. God damn it. Yeah. You <laughs> fucked up, Pam. Yeah. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready.
there's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the Lash Serum and the Brow Serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow, so I love what Vegamore is doing, and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster-growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best-looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker-looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Let's do it. All right. You want to read the first one? Sure. Jaron Jordana, I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I listen to you guys every day at work, and my coworkers must think I'm crazy talking to myself, commenting on everything you guys say. I have to say I love all the Jewish commentary because I'm a part of the tribe as well, LOL. So about me. 23-year-old girl from Central Jersey. I recently got out of a three-year relationship five months ago. First question, can I still say recently got out of a relationship if it's five months later? Yeah. I think yes. Three-year relationship, she's 23, got out of it five months ago. What's your time frame for a recent breakup? I'd say like six Within, months to a year, depending on how long you were with the person. Within a, that's a big deal. If you're married for twenty three years and you got and you got divorced ten months ago, I'd say you recently got divorced. Yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, if, if you're you were, with someone for three months and then it's been six months since then, I wouldn't call that a recent breakup. No, it really depends on the ratio of time you've been together. Three year relationship got out of five months ago. It's still recent. It's recent. You've got like another. I think like. Eight months. Yeah. You're fine. Here's a little... It's like, it's like getting a gift for someone after their wedding. 
you have a year right. after the wedding to get the gift. I'll give to you call a year. it recent. Sure. Here's a little backstory regarding this relationship. Grew up in the same hometown, went to mostly all the same schools, but I didn't feel attracted to him after high school. So we were 20 when we got to, didn't feel attracted to him until after high school. Okay, so we were Pam. Tw- yeah. <laughs> oh, I figured it out. So we were 20 when we got together. We come from the same town. So we have all the same friends and most of our friends we were friends with before we even uh, were even a thing at all. We had a really good relationship. There was no cheating. We were legit just best friends this entire time. But like I said, we were 20 when we started the relationship and I was growing as a professional and he was just not doing anything with his life. How are you growing as a professional? Oh, like by the time, okay, three years later. She was getting into the work world okay. and he wasn't doing anything. I was thinking at 20, 23, that makes sense. <laughs> he was okay. still, he was, still is working a part-time job as a stalker at Costco and I graduated from college, got a full-time job that pays well and I was pushing him to start thinking of his future. Long story short, he didn't and I was just tired of being a mom in the relationship rather than being a girlfriend so things ended. So this is my problem. After our breakup, all of our friends sided with him. <laughs> That that is that interesting. That all the friends sided with him. You had yeah. I think that's a little bit of a red flag about like her, right? Or, or the friends were his friends. Maybe. Or did she leave her friends and become friends with his friends, right. and then called them our friends, but they were really his friends? Exactly. A lot of way that happens a lot too. Girl gets the boyfriend, then all of a sudden, where'd she right. go? Yeah. No, that does happen. That's why it's very important to continue being a real person after you're in a relationship. And a lot of times that people are doing, this is back to the Pam thing. You, It feels like a lot of girls go with the guy's friends because they're like afraid of like losing the guy if they don't go with the guy's friends. Right. When that's not going to happen if someone really likes you. I think it's very important to maintain your own sense of like self and, and life. That's sep- like to have separate friends than the person that you're dating. Yeah. Separate friends that both sides respect. Right. I like think that's and like respect a, yeah. and can tolerate. Like I don't have to talk to those people, but I can fucking be around them for right. a night and have a good time. Yeah. But I also, if I want to go out without you, I have people that I can do that yeah. with. So now I have legit three friends. One of them is my sister. So that doesn't even doesn't count. count. Yeah. She has to be a friend. <laughs> yeah. I, I decided to get on the bandwagon and download Tinder to get back in the dating world. So I went on a couple dates, but I am so nervous for the day that I get serious with someone and they want to meet my friends. And I have to admit that I have none. So you have two. Well, uh, guys think I'm a loser and not want to date me. Please help this loner chick out. What do you think? Um, I think this is an important lesson in what we were talking about before. Yeah. In terms of one, like not getting so wrapped up in a relationship that you kind of forget like that you're your own person with your own like sure. interesting things going on and your own actual friends. I Yes. And I think that's a big thing to remember. Also, the thing for her to remember is that like are you these are your like friends from like high school still like right the guy oh, that yeah, didn't go they, to high school yeah. the guy that went and worked at you know the worked a job in the town and stayed in the town you guys no one grew right no one has evolved seems like you've outgrown some of those but I mean, maybe you maybe you're not even losing friends you're just like you're finally not hanging out with your high school people right you know, like, let's yeah. think of it more positively. Okay. Yeah, that's po- that's definitely true. You know, like, and I think when you date, anytime you date someone while you're in college, that is not real world dating. Right. Your relationships that happen in college aren't real. Because you don't even know who you are yet. You don't know who you are. You have this, like, you know, you probably have a, a, a family credit card for emergencies, quote unquote. So there's always like a, you know, a net underneath this relationship. You guys go for dinner. You play, you're playing house. Right. While you're in a college relationship. Right. With your parents. 
paying for all your shit. And even if they don't pay for all your shit, right. you're you're not waking up at 8 a.m. every day to go to a job. You're not coming home at 6 and then decide, going to the gym and then deciding to hang out with someone. Mm-hmm. You guys are hanging out with, the, with each other in the easiest way possible. So all these college relationships, if you think... I'm not saying you can't marry your college sweetheart or whatever it is or high school sweetheart, but just know that life is fucking different. Right. I also think like you should take this opportunity of being single to kind of and being 23 to not necessarily be dating right away and to kind of figure out your own shit because it seems like everything that you had previously was sort of tied into into dating this guy. Yeah. I, right. It's a very, sometimes when you're in a relationship again from when you're very young mm. or for a very long time and you go from relationship to relationship, it's kind of almost a distraction from figuring out who you actually like really are and what you like to do and who you like to be around because everything's kind of just like absolutely you. you're sharing a brain with somebody right and it's hard like you guys sometimes you got to be and I, I've said this to you before like you got to be like kind of miserable for a while. Mm hmm. Yeah. To, to really figure yourself out because p- happy people are not people who like change and evolve and grow. Kind of like you were saying before. Absolutely. You, you know, you only want to lose weight when your pants don't fit. Right. You know, yeah, like, if, your parent, if you just, if you don't ever notice, then, then you're just not going to change. Grow and grow and grow. That, and it's, um, I would say to her, I agree with you. The, the thing about like, go home alone a couple nights, wake up yeah. alone. Go and do a Sunday where you go to the gym and you and you you go and do things on your own. Like have those weekends that feel a little bit lonely. Reach out to your work friends. Hey, do you guys want to do a happy hour tonight? Right. Do things. The start thing about, like low key. <laughs> start yeah. low key. And yeah. I, I think for her, like she's worried about a serious a relationship getting serious and the guy saying, we're all your friends. Well, maybe you should take the time now right, to I'm make saying. some yeah. friends. Right. Don't think about it as a means to like, you don't want to think about anything you're doing in life as a means to like, what will this person think about like this action? Yeah. It's almost like, cause the guys don't come when you're like trying to figure out how to make them come. They're coming when you don't need them. Absolutely. Right? So it's not, Absolutely. so you can't find a guy to fill this void of not having enough like friends and relationships in your life. You need to build the relationships and the friends and then people will want to be around you because you'll have sort of like made yourself into a whole person. It, it's, it's kind of think of it like a wedding. Who do you want to hang out with? The group out on the dance floor, dancing, having fun together, or the one person sitting alone, staring at their phone. Yeah. They, so you got to get out on the dance floor. You got to go meet, you know, the happy hour with people from work because then they invite their friends from other groups and then the groups start meshing together. That's, and and also the, 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 the sad reality is that you only make friends during times that you don't want to be out of the house. So, so so it's like nobody wants to go out drinking on a Wednesday. <laughs> like like maybe you do every now and again, but you really don't want to go out every Wednesday. Certainly not in January. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> so to this girl, you got to go and go out on a night that maybe you will be uncomfortable. You got to wake up for work a little late. Right. Be a little hungover. This is this is a part of yeah. being out there and you meeting out, new people. Or right. you're alone. And you maybe choose right. what you want. Right. Maybe you'll meet new people and or maybe you won't. And it's just kind of like again, like we shouldn't be like avoiding misery at all costs. It's okay to like be a little single, be a little lonely yeah. occasionally. Like that happens to everyone. It's not like a sign that you're like like it's actually a good sign because because it makes you evaluate like what you do and and what makes you happy and who what you are. You, what if the guy you were dating had no friends? What would you feel about that? He's got a great job. 
Um, he he does things on his own. He's not sad about it. But you're like, well, I want to meet your friends. He has, and he's like, he has I two got, friends, or he has no. Well, he's friends. like, I got well, this one friend that he lives in Chicago, and I got my brother who I hang out with a lot. But you know, that's really who I hang with. And otherwise, I like doing things alone. Would you be turned off by that? I would feel like this person, like I was then having, would be having to provide like a social life for this person. But what if they never? Had, but that that's the difference. Mm-hmm. This is, and that's kind of what I'm talking about with this girl is it's okay to have two friends. It's not okay to meet someone and be like, well, you're the party planner. Right. You're now the events coordinator of this relationship. That fucking sucks. And I've been put in that position. And people don't want to be with people who like, they feel like need them. You don't want to be responsible for anyone. Right. You don't want to be with someone who's like, oh, like without, without being in this relationship, I have like no social life and I don't really know what to do with myself. <laughs> that's not hot. <laughs> not right? hot that's not hot. But it's okay it's to okay not to be want like, a social life. Right. If you're, and, but and, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, this guy, I think that's a little different. I the think hypothetical if, guy who says like, well, I got my one friend that lives in right. LA and yeah. my brother who I hang out with. I'm kind of like an introvert. I don't really like hanging out. With I go to people. the movies alone. I go right. to dinner alone. I'm cool with it. I like my job. I work a lot. And then you'd be like, okay, that's I think I'd be cool. fine with it. I would yeah. be totally, if a girl had that situation where she's like, a I lot, got one best friend I talk to every other day. I got a sister that yeah. we do things together. One, and friend is, one friend is fine. One good friend is fine. Yeah. I think. Also, it's kind of like my only issue with that would be like a compatibility thing in terms of like, I don't know if I want to like, like, are you going to not want to come out with me and like hang out? in social like you're not gonna want to go to a party with me or you're not gonna want to go to a i think that's a separate issue yeah that's what i'm saying yeah it only would matter to me if it was like a compatibility thing in terms of like a do you not like to be social at all yeah not like to try new things if it's like this is just your preference but you're down to try whatever or you're like happy to do that but you you're you're a little happier doing that that's fine if you're like gonna give me shit every time i suggest uh going to a concert then yeah here's the female friendship i don't like I'll tell you this, and a lot of guys don't like Let's this. Let's hear it. You won't hear this anywhere else, okay? Is a you up exclusive. You up exclusive. It's the girl who refreshes friends every three years. Right. I think we've met, we've talked about this before. The, I can see that. It doesn't is, have a friend longer than three years. No friend right. longer than three so years. So for you, it's about quality and long. You're like a, you want like a credit report. On yes. Friends. I like want how a, long <laughs> have you had this friend? A credit report. Yes. How many fights? Yes. Downgrades the score. Have the, well, have you and the friends had outs and ins? Like, have right. you been the, oh, we, you know, a year ago we got in this huge thing, but we're like sisters now. Like, I like that. I want more. I want a girl with more. Yeah. I got like this sisterly relationship with like these three friends then i want the girl who's like well we all met at spin a year ago right and it's like well what happened before did you just did you just uh, appear on earth a year ago we all met on the bachelor <laughs> yeah. four months ago and i have no other friends <laughs> that's scary <laughs> that is scary because then it's like you're not good at keeping up relationships you're not right. good at compromising relationships you're not good at keeping up this friendship because friendships take you being like, ah, you don't have time for me. I don't have time for you. And then right. when you do have time, you make the time. Yeah, that's true. You know? And it's like, I've dated those girls where I'm like, so you all just appeared a week ago? Like it's central casting of friends. Right. Well, sometimes that's indicative of what kind of like what's going on with this girl where it's like they all have friends when they need friends. Yeah. They have friends to yeah. sort of like buffer their life instead of like actually being a part of substantial part of their life. There's people who like when they're in a relationship, yeah. they don't need the friends. So they drop them and then they get out of the relationship and they're like, oh, I don't have any friends. They have to make all new ones. I once went on a few dates with this girl who I, and I ended up meeting her friends and they were awful. Mm-hmm. Like they were just like, they were just 
they were kind of mean. They were like nagging me. They were like, what's up with, you know, what, what, what's up with the comedy thing? And I'm like, what's with this like weird were they energy? Friends? And they were kind of newish friends. And also like they didn't really. And I, I was like, fuck this. I, you do judge someone by their friends a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Like I looked at this. I was like, I don't want to be around these people ever. I'll, <laughs> I'll find a new chick. Right. <laughs> like, uh, I was out. Yeah, I mean, everyone. It's kind of like you're you're talking about a relationship with like your family. Like you prefer to be you prefer to be with your own friends than yes. someone else's friends. But they need to be like normal enough that you can that get you can into deal. them. Right? There's an A group and a B group too. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna go hang with you know. There's a group takes over the group in all relationships. Oh, like whose friends do we hang out with more? Yes. Yeah. I think that happens a lot. Like yeah, I, I see it with that. some of my guy friends. Like when they got married, they're like. It's my new group. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you when I can. <laughs> Let's do some more. Do you get offended? No. Because okay. when we see each other, we see each other and it's fine. Right. I, I never offended by someone not having time. Mm-hmm. You got kids, you got a life. When we get together, Once we'll get you together. have kids, I feel like people with kids are like, oh, sorry, I don't have time. I'm just going to do It's like being super old. You get to just do whatever the fuck you want sure. and everyone has to understand. You have to understand. Want to take a nap in the middle of like, yeah. in the middle of dinner? fine want to say something racist yeah you're old whatever yeah Yeah, but that is you got kids you want to show up an hour and a half late okay i guess your kids whatever (laughs) (laughs) i guess you had to warm up the milk yeah (laughs) or whatever the fuck they do i don't know i but i even throughout my life like when i was 24 you know and i would get back together with college friends i was never like well you never call right i was just like hey we're back the gang's back together reunion episode i think that i'm pretty much like that too unless like someone doesn't who moved away comes back and doesn't tell me i think that's weird bit bizarre right yeah that's the only thing i think is weird then i'm like i guess we're not that good friends that's okay it's okay uup yeah. at betches.com uup at betches.com let's do it all right you guys know i'm a huge fan of skims and with warmer weather coming up i recently tried out one of their t-shirts skims makes the best basics and foundations so it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee i've ever worn finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge whether it's the fit or the quality but with skims they make the most flattering shirts for everyone honestly i love pretty much everything skims makes but i really love their t-shirts they're like form-fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother i have the soft smoothing seamless t-shirt in onyx it has amazing versatility it is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe they're stretchy they're flattering you can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort i also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me it's taking the regular t-shirt it's leveling it up there's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind from crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees skims has something for every fit and everybody shop the skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff i have a solution for you newly newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. 
access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Jay and Jay, absolutely love the podcast. I've been spreading the word about the show. Keep up the great work. I am a recently single guy who had been in a serious relationship for two years and had been married for seven prior to that. Oh, wow. shit. I've decided that playing the field is the best course of action for me. It's like, assess, I've done a, I've done a cost-benefit analysis. Uh, since I want to take the time to find someone who is the right fit, and I tend to attach to some someone I'm dating too quickly. Oh, you think? <laughs> you went from a seven-year marriage to a two-year relationship. Yeah. I'm currently talking to and dating a handful of girls, all of whom I like but don't want to get serious with just yet. Here's my question. I recently bought a new house, and I'm planning on having a housewarming party. <laughs> I love this. I can't invite all of them since that would be a disaster having them all in the same place. But if I don't invite any of them, they may get offended that I didn't invite them. With social media being, being what it is, it's fairly likely they wouldn't they would find out about it. What should I do I in love, this situation? I love that this he's such a guy question. Playing a game of <laughs> like like game of hide and go seek with all these chicks. Right. And and it is but there is this thing out there and where I'll empathize with him is like women are doing this too. Where they're like, I'm not going to date one person because I don't want to get hurt. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to date a few people at the same time. Right. What's interesting about this is he's like, I once broke up with a guy because I didn't want to invite him to my birthday party. Beware birthdays and holidays. <laughs> yeah. That's that is the that is the theme of this podcast forever and ever. It's everyone like, gets dumped before a holiday or before <laughs> a birthday. It happens to everyone. Right. I think I'd, I I think I I remember this scenario. I'd been on like five or six dates with him. Yeah. And my birthday was like was like coming up and I was having like, I was doing like a bar thing. Yeah. And I was like, if I'm still seeing this guy and I'm like doing this, it's like kind of weird that I don't tell him to at least like come by. Of course. But I really don't want to. So I guess I, if I don't want him at my birthday, I guess, it after means six, I, guess I like don't really, I should probably end it. I've ended relationships before my birthday right. and they'll go, how could you do this before your birthday? We had a whole thing planned. I'm like, this is my present right. to me. <laughs> this is, right. this you is why I'm ending it. Right. It's not sentimental to you if it's no. their birthday. Yeah, it's my birthday. Right. This is what makes me happy on my birthday. You're doing me, this is your gift. Yeah. Is exactly. staying the fuck away. Exactly. <laughs> I think when you have, have you ever had a roster of guys that you date at the same time? I've had a few. I don't like to date. I feel like it's hard. I don't, if I don't like a guy, I think a lot of girls like this where we're like all in or all out. It's sure. it's easier for guys to sort of be like one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. For me, I'm sort of like, I'll give, I I think five dates is the most I would go with someone who I was like on the fence with. If I've seen, if I've seen you more than six times, I'm like, I'm not seeing anyone else just because I'm like totally. very emotionally invested. And I'm not gonna be able to concentrate on anyone else. Here's what I'll say to this guy. Okay. A lot of women. Guys are seem to be able to do this very easily. Yes. It's like kind but of he's annoying. made a crucial mistake. 
if you're going to have a roster of people, male or female, because I do know a lot of women who do this. Uh, I know it's harder for women, but mm-hmm. I do know women. I'm, yeah, I'm sure there are. There yeah. are women out there that do it to not get hurt by the one they actually like. I've tried so, doing that. Yeah. And I've tried giving that advice, but I actually regret giving that advice because I think that if you are actually into someone, going out with other people just makes you like that person more. <laughs> it makes you see. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, I'd rather, I'm out with this person, but I'd rather be out with that person. I totally understand that. Right. This to me, if you're going to have a roster of guys or girls, they have to be on different clocks. So it's, you have to have, um, you know, how, shotgun start. So it's like when you golf and they do a tournament, someone starts in the first hole, someone starts in the second hole, and then they go two through. So if you start on the fifth hole, you would end on the fourth hole. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. So same with dating. You can't have a roster where everyone's starting on the first hole. You have to have one. You mean that's, like one girl that's like six dates in and one girl that's like two dates in? Is that what you're talking about? If you want to put it in dates, you're I wouldn't like, put it I'm that way. Dating. I'm not I'm dating like, this. I'm talking about. There's a girl <laughs> you're hooking up with. six times versus There's a girl you're one. dating. There's a girl you're hooking up with. There's a girl you're texting with. There's a girl you're DMing with. Oh, guys, All the of worst. them are owed different things and can only ask for certain things. So this, I mean, some so of the women listening how do you decide are like, Jared who? is an animal. This is the thing. No, I know that guys do this it's very hurtful <laughs> so um. for his party situation if i was him if i was uh, having been in that situation i would have had one that's the party girl there would have been another girl that's the he just didn't answer me tonight girl and she would go the next day she'd be like where'd you go last night i'd be like yeah i just did something with friends and she couldn't ask for more there'd be another okay. girl be like well we dm and i'll be like yeah we dm i didn't check my instagram that night so you know what i mean so if you're going to have the roster, they all have to be at different points of, of a relationship. You can't have one that can, you can't have two that can ask for the same responsibility. So the one he should invite is the one that's going to get hurt the most in the long run because she doesn't, because she's exactly. most likely to get invited to this she, party and she doesn't know that he's like also having sex with like five other people. She's mentally fucked, but. So it's actually a bad thing to be invited to the party. Yeah, you don't want to be invited to that party. That party means you're way too deep to not right. ask you to the party. Exactly. It means you're too deep to not ask you the party, but, uh, <laughs> but you're also not going anywhere. So that's what I'm saying. My <laughs> Exactly. My advice, you're not going, you're not. The worst situation to be in is to be the girl selected to be invited to this party. You'll be at the house party. You won't be at the wedding. <laughs> I'll tell you that. There's a party you won't be at. That sucks. So, but, this is, but this is the reality of right. it. If you're going to set yourself up this way, you have to set yourself up for, for success and he has set himself up for failure by making these women all feel deserving of a party right if he was to post on instagram stories how much fun his party was and one of the girls wrote to him like how was i not invited if two girls wrote to him how was i not invited you have two girls that are in the same spot you have to end it with one of those girls right you got to pick your favorite you got to pick your favorite of that group that could ask for the party invite Right. That's my point to him. So he's got to shed the ones that would all be offended and not be invited to the party. But he's saying he doesn't want to shed because he doesn't want a serious. He's got to restart the. Yeah, but I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Restart the re re uh, reload the the roster. You got to reload the roster. Okay. He's got to be, and and this is someone who says he doesn't want to get serious. He wants to date around. Now I'm really thinking every guy that's invited me to a (laughs) pregame. Yeah, there was someone else that (laughs) he wasn't inviting to the pregame that was going to be at the pregame six months later. Every guy that invited me to a pregame that didn't wind up dating me seriously. Yes. (laughs) 
this is, this is going through them all in my head. So, I'm sorry to those men. I'm sorry <laughs> to you. I'm just. This is why the podcast exists. I, don't, I I'm not saying. No, it's. I, I'm just saying. See, for I this feel guy, bad if he for the girls to, on this roster because but they could be doing the same thing. They could be doing the same thing. But if I'm dating a guy who is divorced and then in a two-year relationship, I'm thinking relationship guy. So of I'm course. thinking inviting. He's inviting me to the housewarming. He really likes me. What they should really I'm the next marriage. <laughs> well, what they really should be thinking is this relationship guy fucked up twice, and now he's going to take a break so he can get have some fun well there's two kinds of guys i'm just saying he he even says in the email yeah he said something so i'm living in the but world that he's created i'm imagining <laughs> that he's still acting like the relationship guy because that's the only way he knows how to act oh absolutely which is that's why he totally, has this issue which is why he probably has this issue his issue he's not good at setting those boundaries well his issue is that his form of seduction is romance right that's been my problem a lot where I, I'm not the type of guy to be like, "What's up, bitch?" And like, like and then like, okay. "Yeah, what's up?" Like, I'm not the type, like the pickup bar guy, right? You know, I, I'm a long play guy, and long right. play guys so then use so romance to their advantage because they know the story girls want to hear. So I've been in that position. You know, well, I feel bad about it. Just I, tell us the truth. <laughs> he, the truth is in his action. His action should be to shed. All these girls who would want to be at the party except for one. Right. That you want except the for the one girl that's going to get get the, the worst end to this. Yep. Okay. <laughs> UUP at Betches.com. Send in your emails. They're amazing. They're great. Let's do some Reddit. Let's play some games. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans. The one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable. And yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Let's do it. All right, we got these are some user submitted ones. Uh, first listener writes: I've recently matched with a guy on Hinge. Last night he he said him and his buddies watch The Bachelor every Monday. They proceeded to tell me he's part of a bracket, and then goes into detail about how 
how many he was correct slash incorrect on. He seems passionate about the show more so than my girlfriends and I. Red flag or deal breaker? I think neither. I know a lot of guys that watch Bachelor. Yeah, I think is, it's like totally fine. You're ass. I mean, you. I mean, you're, I mean, you're I'm the, a, the Bachelor. I'm guy. a super fan myself. Yeah, I, I, I'm live. Someone tweeting. I had lunch with a friend the other day who brought up your re, your your contestant breakdown. Oh, thank you. Said it was amazing. The contestant breakdown I write for their batches every year. Check it out. Season is my favorite thing to write in the world. I don't think you can. Here's my thing. This is neither a red flag deal breaker. Is this is fine? At least he's interested in something and and okay with trying to connect with you on the subject. Yeah. To me, people who like, hate. Why, why are you turned off by that? It's a deal breaker for me for people that hate The Bachelor. Really? There's a group of people out there. There's a brand of person that's so against The Bachelor that it's about them and not the show. You ever meet those people? I think so. Where they're like, it's stupid. I hate it. I hate The Bachelor. Oh, 30 women trying to marry one guy. It's like, it's a fucking show. Yeah. Relax. What's wrong with you? I I agree. I'm a little over The Bachelor just because I feel like I'm getting a little bored. But that's different. That's different than um, hating the concept of the show. Right, yeah. That's like someone who's like professional wrestling. That's fake. They don't even hit each other. It's like, yeah, let me fucking live in right, this Like what world. happened to you? Yeah. What, what'd they do to you? Okay. What? Because you can't find a boyfriend. You're going to hate this fucking show about people like, you know, faking finding love. Well, who yeah. the fuck cares? But I think she's it's the most well-produced show on TV. This girl seems concerned that the guy is too into the show. No such thing. He's guys, too guys into it. Guys also will make a will find a way to bet on anything. Absolutely. I think, so and he's too into it to show you that he's vulnerable and that he's he's trying to connect with you more than yeah. he is into the show. I don't think he's leaving you and the kids to go join a bachelor super fan league. Right. I don't for even bachelor think, con- con- conventions yeah. in Vegas. I don't even think it's like weird. I don't think it's. I think some, maybe she thinks it's like a little feminine that he's so into the show. But no. I don't. I don't agree. I think there's a lot of guys who like really like The Bachelor. Listen, I there's I, so many hot girls on that show. Have you seen the show? Every girl yeah, on the season is beautiful. They're unreal. I want to date them. <laughs> there are girls on there like I. I, I was like they're staring. so pretty. Yeah, it's like. But I think be weird if guys didn't watch the show. They're like. Very, very good looking. Here's my mini bachelor breakdown. And I know you said it's you're over it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Here's why you should stick with this season and what I'm trying to bet on. They, whenever there's an early crazies, that means it's late, it's boring late. The show, right? When there's early no crazies, it's fun late. Okay. Because the craziness is more based in reality and it comes out at a later time. Right now, you can see it even forming. That girl, Demi. Yeah. She's a, she's a character, the dog mom, the the warring Miss the America warring people. Girls. I think that's interesting. I I think it's gonna come out of later. I think two beauty queens. Uh, it's like a porno yeah. I wrote. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, I think it'd be weird if guys if guys don't like the Bachelor. Maybe I think not hating the bachelor. the bachelor is a bigger deal than loving it. I could agree with that. Hating anything is like pretty. Yeah, it's a it's a what's wrong with you? What mm-hmm. happened? Okay, red flag or deal breaker, they have specific menu they follow and don't vary from it each week. So example, like Monday pizza, Tuesday tacos, Wednesday chicken, et cetera. Um, I, I think this is a deal breaker. You're out? Because someone that's this structured with their food is that structured with everything else, including sex. Because you think they're not like messy enough for you. Yeah, I need you to be like, like I need you to be hung over on a Wednesday one time and go, let's just eat everything. What? 
who's not working on a Wednesday? That but I'm saying <laughs> like, like, let's say you go out on a Tuesday, right. you come back from work and you're like, this is just not the day for okay. healthy Someone who can Wednesday. let loose a little bit. Right? Yeah, yeah. This just shows that you have no, um, mm. per, you know, you have no ability for change. She writes or he writes, whoever wrote also doesn't make a difference if the menu is healthy versus unhealthy. Healthy is like, have you heard of like orthorexia? No. Like when you're obsessed with like eating healthy and like diet. I, I mean, and I can believe that's a thing. Um, yeah, I think healthy is like scarier, like the rigid rigidity, and yeah. unhealthy is like kind of just weirder. <laughs> <laughs> the I know people who eat like toddlers, and I know people who eat like that healthy version, and they're both annoying. They're both <laughs> they're both annoying, annoying and fucking unfun, and not. There's no adventure. There's no fun. There's no spice. Right. It's just the same. And I'm getting this like way. I don't like people who are like too preoccupied with anything, whether it's like food yeah. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. like anything else that they're just like, there's, they're like, so there's like, they have a, if you have a rigid plan about something, it means you're like, it's just a tough person fix, to date. You've got a fixation. Yeah. And it's also tough to be like, and then they're disappointed by anything that doesn't add up to their standard. Like mm-hmm. if you say to them like, Hey, uh, tonight I know it's taco Tuesday but I just can't make it. Well, you're not ruining my taco, taco Tuesday. Tuesday. You know, like there's like something to it that's like they, if they're living by the standard, then they may, then you have to respect the standard no matter what. Right. And it's like, it's just not a fun date. That's fair. Red flag deal breaker. Third date in, they send you pictures of their poop. I'm out. Out. I don't like that. Very manly, what very if, dude bro thing. What if, uh, yeah, I'm like, I don't like, I don't like poop. to be tr- treated like a guy's dude bro. I, I, women do not like that. I'm not really into that. That is like one of the more dude bro y things that you could do. Yeah. I would say it's a sign for me. What if it's an accident? What if they go, oh my God, I was supposed to send okay this to Jordan. That. I'm okay with that. You're okay with I'm it? I'm okay you, with that. that. Could, they could come back if from it that. Actually, if it's actually an accident. My buddy Jordan, we send poop pictures to each yeah. other all the time. I know I'm 32, but <laughs> <laughs> is this cool? I'm okay with it. See, if a girl sent it to me. Right. right. And she was but like. she meant to send it to you. Let's do both. She meant. She meant to send it to me. Um, <laughs> it's so bad that I have to think about this. Um, she meant to send it to me. And it's a huge dump. Like I'd be impressed by it. Sure. <laughs> Are people really <laughs> impressed by this? Is this is the difference between guys and girls inherently? What is impressive about a big poop? If it's rising out of the bowl, <laughs> I and I get, if I look at it and I go, "Wow!" If my first response is "Wow!" more than "Ew," I'm fine with it. Okay. But it has to be like a dump that, like, I can't believe it came out of her. And it doesn't ruin any sort of sexual attraction. You I have. can separate the two. I can even combine the two. I can go, wow, this girl's a fucking freak. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're fine with it. I'm even turned on it, right now. It's, no, not I, a red, it's not even a red flag. It's a red flag. It's a red flag. Okay. We need to have some and boundaries. If, if it's but an accident. Accident. You're fine. fine with yeah. It. I mean, like I, I'd See be like, you want with, you can be, you can fuck I around. Would, with I friends. would actually, if it's an accident, I would go, Wow, her friends are fucking friends. Like right. to come back to the friend that girl. That is right. They've I'd not. Like, they're not one year friends. No, no, no. These you are. Send, you can't send that unless they're like in for life, lifetime friend. Like this is whoever she was sending this is going to be auntie blank. Exactly. Um, that's our show. That's Download it. ship betches.co slash ship. Um, you're gonna love it. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We will see you next week. Boom.
Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.